What is up, my beauties? Welcome back to the Liberated Latina podcast. Welcome back to another guest interview of this podcast. I am super excited and honored to introduce you to Dr. Naima today. We actually connected via a Facebook group. We got on a coffee chat and we just instantly connected. I felt her determination. And as you see, there is a strong theme of determination. She actually attributes that character trait as the key to her earning six figures in her first year as a coach, which is amazing. Plus, she was pursuing a PhD and she's a mom of four. <laughs> I'm just so excited for you to hear more about her story within the interview. But to give you a little bit more of a backstory, she's the CEO of The Determined Frempreneur, a company that supports and empowers service-based female entrepreneurs stuck between 5 and 10K months on their journey to make an impact while making multiple six figures without the hustle and grind. Dr. Naima is also a fellow podcaster. Woo woo. She is the host of the, the Determined Frempreneur podcast. Her coaching and beliefs center around helping women overcome while being determined to reach their entrepreneurial goals. I actually was a guest on the Determined Frempreneur. So definitely go check out that episode. Follow her podcast. She is definitely a powerhouse with so much wisdom and confidence. And I just can't wait for you to hear more about her. So without further ado, let's get on into the interview. Welcome to the Liberated Latina podcast, where we talk all things mindset, personal growth, spirituality, and business to live our most fulfilled and liberated lifestyles. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, a former burnt out financial services consultant turned mindset and business coach. I believe that we have a greater calling in life than just clocking in and out of a job and living for the weekends. So if you're ready, grab your cafecito because your liberation starts right now. Hola familia, welcome back to the Liberated Latina podcast. Today you're in for a super freaking huge treat. I am really honored to be able to introduce you to Dr. Naima. We met, when was it? Like last, last summer? Last fall. I last think it was fall? last, but beginning of last fall. Yeah, we met on a coffee chat and there was just instantly, I felt like so connected to you and, and I related to you so hard just because you're such a stand for what's possible for women of color. And I'm so excited for you to share your story. As you've all heard in the intro, she has such an incredible story from working in the nursing profession and really just taking matters into your own hands, having incredible success in your business, all while pursuing a PhD. And did I mention she's a mom and a wife? Yes. So Dr. Naima, I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here, Daisy. Um, as I said to you privately and also publicly, you know, once I seen the name of your brand, the Liberated Latina, it was like something, you were somebody I had to meet, right? Because I, I think we, as women of color, share so many similar stories, you know, of what it means to be a person, a woman of color. And a lot of times we're not liberated. So mm. I, I thank you for, for your platform. Yes. Well, I want to hop right in. Can you please, 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 please share a little bit about your story and what you experienced in the nursing profession and what really inspired you to go into entrepreneurship with so much on your plate? How did you, how, how did that come about? You know, um, I have, I entered the nursing profession um, when I was 17 years old. In fact, my high school had a, a nursing program, right? So I went into it. I absolutely loved it until I realized it was an extremely racist profession. 
And I know that may sound like, oh no, nurses are amazing. They are, nurses are great, right? It's not that everybody's racist in it, right? But if we look at the data, let me just talk about data first because somebody might yes. hear this and say, oh my gosh, what is she talking about? The data is very clear that racism is, is alive and well in, in healthcare and that brown people have um, a lot of adversities in healthcare. Right, disparities in healthcare, right? One being, you know, black women are, are 300% more likely to die, you know, when pregnant and in labor. Black women are more likely to die from heart attacks, even if they're at the hospital. Black women are less likely to be believed when they're in pain. So if, you, if, if it offends you, then this, right? We have to look at the facts. So, um, so I entered into the profession as this young person ready to make an impact on the world, ready to help people. And I did that. But then in my air, I was constantly hearing negative things about brown people from my colleagues. Like I remember one colleague saying, you know, um, somebody was saying that a particular doctor was attractive, right? And then my white colleague says, oh, I don't date black men. <gasps> what? Yes. Right. It's okay to say, you know, that's not my type. I don't, that, it, nothing wrong with having a type, but she was so disgusted. Right. Right. That's what I dealt with over and over and over and over again for 18 years. So when I decided to, to become an entrepreneur, I didn't care how busy I was. I was mentally I was, I don't, I don't want to say I was depressed because depression has never been something that I dealt with, but I was extremely anxious. I didn't want to go to work anymore. You know, so entrepreneurship saved me. Period. Mm, that's beautiful. I think we can all relate to that. And it's really interesting how our bodies know when it's time for us to go. Cause so I know I experienced something similar. So many of the listeners are going to experience that. Like I'm in a corporate job right now or whatever it is. And they're like, I'm, I'm crippled with anxiety or even sometimes depression yep. because something in, within me knows that I need to go, but we get so, so tied to the perceived safety or stability that we grew up hearing about that we could, mm -hmm. that we think we can only get from a certain structure. Yep. So I would love for you to, for that person that's, that's, that's hearing the story right now, and they are really dreaming of starting a business, right? Taking matters into their own hands, but they're really afraid. They don't really know how they're going to see success. You scaled to six figures within the first year of business. Yes. Um, I would about say, that. yeah, I would say to them, you know what? There's no guarantees with anything. And how, how do we know that? Because people get laid off all the time. People get fired all the time. Companies close all the time. Safety is a myth. It's a myth, right? And it, when you think of safety, a lot of us think of safety as it relates to the structure and the system that white people put together. That's what, like, that's, that's safety. Why? Why? Right? I feel extremely safe. I don't have to put on my white voice. I don't have to speak a certain way, right? But when it's my business, right? I can say, hey, queen, and not be seen as ghetto, right? Yes. So for me, it's, it was, it, it's not about, okay, the safety of a paycheck. What about your mental health? What about creating a table that works for us? And that's what it was for me, period. 
Yeah. What about being there for your family? Yes. What about not being on somebody else's timeline? What about, you know, and it's so interesting because, and I'd love for you, I'd love to see if you've experienced something like this going from, you know, working for somebody else, right. Working in this type of system to then starting your own business and scaling it rather quickly. I feel like in a lot of ways that employee mindset tends to creep in because we're taught that our power lies in a boss, somebody else, and therefore, when we go into business for ourselves, I, I saw this in myself and I see it in my clients all the time. We, we, we were never taught to have that inner self-trust and that shows up in how we make investments, right? Yeah. How, how we hire coaches, how we operate our businesses, when we decide to hire or not hire. Um, did you experience some of that in, in that transition? And how did you overcome that so that you were able to scale so quickly? I mean, 100%. Um, the reality is this, when you're extremely high achieving woman, right? educated woman we have mastered taking what somebody else gives it to us and mastering that so we've mastered the syllabus for that course we've mastered the job the job description right now it's like we come into entrepreneurship but it's like okay so what is the job description of you as a ceo or a visionary whoever you choose to be in your business you know um make all the decisions and there's no blueprint there's no syllabus there's no job it's it's you and i remember going what the hell what if i make the wrong decision what if i waste money by buying this system right so yeah i went through it and i would say the thing that really helped me was to begin to use something called body compensating where you literally sit down and you have this decision in front of you. And now you listen to your body. How does my body feel when I say that I'm going to begin working with this coach? How do, how do I feel? Not the crazy overthinking, overachieving woman, my body, because your body won't lie to you. Yes. That's how I begin to make decisions. And that's how I begin to step into the role of CEO. Boom. Period. This is the simple, these are the simplicities, right? And the inner workings that we're not taught to believe in, especially as women and especially as women of color. We have so much like ancestral wisdom and just intuition that 100% helps us skyrocket in our business. So I love that you mentioned that. How does your body feel when you're making this decision? Is there tension? Do you feel your body moving away from it? Or do you feel a, a pull, a tug, a calling? Yes, get out of your mind. You have to get out of your mind. You've been taught to overthink. You've been taught to overwork. You have been taught, okay? You have been trained. You have been conditioned. It is time to accept the fact that you know what's best for your business. No one else does. That doesn't mean you don't consult people and stuff like that. But overall, when it comes down to your business, it's you. It's you. What do you want for you? Totally. When you think about it like that, you begin to make decisions very differently. You don't need somebody else's job description to master. <laughs> you can't, you guys can't see me, but I'm like, I have like my preach hands up. I'm snapping. Like, I feel like I'm going to church right now, like, <laughs> speaking to my soul. I'm so happy that you're here. So I really want to pick your brain on sales. This is an area that we, we have a lot of healing to do, right? Especially as a community, there's so much healing to be done around sales and money and really um, embodying this type of confidence that I feel is so required with sales. And not only confidence, but an inner safety so that we can hold powerful space for people 
to make a decision to invest in themselves. Mm -hmm. It's a very, it's a very different energy than what we're taught to embody. And I love that you mentioned, um, what is it like being Kanye confident in your sales? I freaking love that. So from the sales queen, what would you say are like three things, three integral parts of seeing more sales in your coaching business? Oh, love it. Number one, ask for it. You can't be in people DMs just being their friend. Okay. You got to build relationships. You have to, right? You have to. That's easy. Right. But I signed a, I'll, I'll give you this example. I signed a client, right? She paid me $12,500 to work with me for two months. And we spoke in a DM for maybe an hour. So when we say nurture your clients, not everybody needs this huge nurture sequence, build relationships, right? But when they start to move toward a sales conversation, move with them, right? You're leading it, but move with them. And I don't mean tell them your price. No, (laughs) I mean, really begin the sales conversation, right? So one, you have to ask for the sale, right? Number two, can you please stop screaming? It's not about the money. It's only about the impact. That is bullshit. Impact does not send your kids to college. Impact does not pay your bills. Now, I'm not saying that money is a motivating factor. Please don't hear that. What I'm saying is it's equally as important as impact. You have to be able to care for your family. You cannot be out here in these streets trying to make an impact on a stranger and then, you, and then your kids don't have what they need. Right? And number three, you have to work on your money blocks. If you believe that you cannot, if you believe that something is too expensive, I can't invest in a coach because it's too expensive. Guess what, boo? They ain't going to invest in you. Like, let's, I mean, let's just be frank, right? You, so you got to work on your money blocks if I can't afford it. Because let me tell you something. I paid over $30,000 my first year as a coach. And that's why I'm a six-figure business owner. Right? So I hope those three, uh, those three things really resonate because it really is important. The last point, oh my gosh, if I can put that on a, on a billboard for everybody to see, it's so interesting <laughs> because it's like, oof, you know, mm, I, I don't want to invest in a coach. I want to figure it out on my own. Really? What are you Thank selling? Thank you. Coaching. Thank you. Oh, interesting. So you are already downplaying the value of the work that you want about other to people charge to people. invest in. Lord, when I get there, oh, I had one lady, I never figured her. And she contacted me. She's like, I don't want a group program. I want one-on-one. Sure. I have, cause I have both. Right. So if you work with me one-on-one, I first of all, first of all, I went through the, the sales process, right? Here's what is, here's the investment. Here's the investment to help you quickly scale the multi six figures in your business. Oh, I can't afford that. Well, what is it costing you? Let's talk about what it's costing you to continue to be in the same situation it is. Either you're staying in corporate, miserable. You can't even be who you are. You're seen as the angry person all the time because you can't be who you are. Two, if you already started a business, it's consuming all of your time. Your kids are wondering when you're going to be done at the computer. There's tension in your household because you're not bringing money in. Let's talk about what it's costing you. How, how much longer can you sustain in that situation? And what, let's be clear about that. That's, and that's a part of overcoming sales. 
sales objections. I just gave you guys a little, a little insight of what I teach my clients. (laughs) Um, But that's a part of it. And you, and when you, when you are selling, this is tip number four. I know, I know Daisy asked for three, but I'm gonna give you a fourth one. When you're selling, you got to be polarizing. You got to say things like, well, what is it costing you? So tell me how that's, how is that impacting your relationships? So tell me, how is that impacting your, your happiness? Right? Because now it's like, okay, five minutes ago, you told me that your, your daughter doesn't get to spend time with you anymore. And you needed this. Now that you have the investment, you, did that change? Did that important thing for you change? Right? You got to start having, you got you to be polarizing and you got to be okay with asking. You don't have to ask it in the way that I would because I'm an extroverted New Yorker. So I'm going to ask it in a way that's whatever, right? <laughs> but if you're a nice Southern person, you can still ask it. Being polarizing does not mean being um, assertive. It just means being you, but asking those really tough questions. I love that. A freaking meant to that. And I just want to outline that because when people hear maybe, you know, 12, 12.5K or whatever, they're like, oh my gosh, I can never sell that much. And the most transformational thing for me was it takes the same amount of freaking energy to sell something that is $400 than to sell 4,000, 5,000, 10,000. It's, you're spending the same energy. You still have to create it. You still have to market it. You still have to show the value in it. You still like, it's the same thing. Same thing. It's the same exact thing. And I always tell my clients, because I'm like, okay, we're going to sell high ticket. You need less yeses to meet your revenue goals. And mm-hmm. you, the impact that you're screaming about, you actually get to make that impact because you don't need to have a lot of clients. So now that you have a small client pool, you get to serve them at a higher level. They're getting results. You're getting testimonials. You're getting more clients. And it's a win-win when you Preach. sell high ticket. It's a win-win. And let's be honest, if we're going for income, is somebody really going to get this life-changing transformation in in a single session? No. 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 Transformation is a process. It takes time. It is. It's a process. So why not have, right, that intimate container where you get to feel really nourished and taken care of in your pricing, your business is nourished, and you get to show up with a full cup. That's what they deserve. Yes. And when you show up with a full cup and you're not overworked, it's amazing. Like I told you this morning, I was relaxing. I was relaxing up until I had a client call at 1030 or something like that this morning. Other than that, I was chilling, living my best life. My clients were great. I'm great. My daughter is homeschooling during, pan- during a pandemic. I was, I'm, I'm able to be home with her. There's no way I'm going back to work for somebody else now. Can life happen? Sure. But if it's up to me, I'm going to do my part to, to remain an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. One thing that I, that I loved, I saw, I saw you were talking about this. I think in, and we were in the same Facebook group and I peeped into one of your lives and I, again, with my pre-chance was like, yes, girl. Yes. Can we please talk about the sales scripts? Wow. Because I saw you talking about it and I want you to definitely mention your freebie too. Um, I saw you talking about it and, and it's interesting because last month I, f- I felt into the same thing. I was like, you know what? My coach gave me this, this wonderful sales script. It's working for everybody. And I was closing sales, but it didn't feel good. You know? And I felt like I could kick it up a notch. I feel like I can definitely, this needs more me. Yes. And I'm so focused on following the script that I'm not staying fully present and asking the really deep questions that you just mentioned. You have to be so secure in yourself and solid so that you can not challenge them, but you can 
hold up the mirror and say, wait, you're on the brink of transformation here. What's really going on? Like you have to be that really solid person to be able to hold space for that. Exactly. And I wasn't able to do that with, with trying to focus on me. What am I saying? Where am I? In, where am I in the script? Oh my gosh, the script. Yeah. So can you please talk about that? Um, <laughs> throw the fucking script away. That's what that's that's really what I want to say to you, right? Because scripts are the reason, one of the many reasons why we don't even know what our brand is about because we're so busy trying to copy others rather than being us. Right. When people come to me, they want this in your face, funny, crazy coach who they know loves them. That's what they come to me for. But when I was using scripts, I was like, so tell me about your day. Where where are you from? (laughs) It wasn't me. Right. I want to be able to get on a call like, hey, queen, how are you? Where where, where you from? Oh, that's what Atlanta. Hey, Atlanta. And then move on. I want it to sound like me because I don't want them to see the script and you don't want them to see the script part of you, which is not you. And then come into your program and go, who the hell is this? That wasn't the person I spoke to. That's not the person I begin to trust, know and like. Right? So I created my signature queen one conversation closed method. Right? And, you know, and I'm going to gift it to you, you all, but you'll see that I included some questions so you know how to use it. But the reality is it is a method that kind of helps you go through exactly what you need to go through to really close a sale. So I'll, I'll give you an, an, an insight as to what it, it means. So queen is an acronym and it's my proprietary. So don't try to play no games. Okay. So Q <laughs> stands for questions. You want to ask questions that identify the gap. What gap? The gap from where they are to where they want to be. What needs to happen? Because you want to bring that to their attention, right? So you may ask a question such as, so tell me, for me, I'm a business coach and a sales coach. So tell me, what do you want your, your sales process to be like by the end of the year? They may say, I want it to be fully automated. I want the only part I want to be a part of is having the conversation. Perfect. And I may ask, but where are you now? Oh, right now, everything is manual. I'm, I'm putting everything in. I'm entering them into the system. I'm manually scheduling them. Now I'm asking. Now I'm going to the you. You need to understand them. Right? Use the exact words that they're using. That's how you, you understand and take notes at that point. So if they're saying, you know, I'm, I'm manually putting everything in. So say, okay, so what I'm hearing is that you're manually putting everything in. Yes, it may sound weird, but people don't argue with their own words, right? Then you go to your E, you want to elevate urgency. So tell me how manually putting everything in Tell me how this impacting your business. Well, I'm, I'm so behind. Um, sometimes it takes me so long to get back to them that by the time I do, they're no longer interested. So how, what is that? What is that? How is that impacting your business? Well, I'm not bringing in the money I want to bring. So tell me, how is it impacting your family? I'm so busy all the time that I'm not spending time with my family. Now it's urgent. So tell me, so a year from now, you get there, you're, you're still manually doing everything and you're not spending time with your family. Tell me, how, how would you feel then? Now it's like, oh, okay. Then the second E is exact. You want to use their exact words to begin to show them their own problems. 
So what you're saying is you, right now you're manually putting everything for your sales process. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Because you want to get the yes, the psychology of sales. Yes, right? Okay. So in doing that, it has um, allowed, it has, um, unfortunately, clients have fallen through the cracks and you've lost sales. Yes. And because of that, it's negatively impacting your family because of X, Y, and Z. Yes. This is a part of the conversation where I let you know whether or not, you know, I believe you're a good fit to work with me. And I do. And since I do, we go to the end of the equation. Now, don't say that to them, right? You need to nail it. You need to tell them specifically how your program can help them. Please don't sell them bullet points. Don't sell them features, right? So you say, okay, you ask that, um, you ask that, let's say, Okay, so you said that you are tired of manually putting everything in. It's costing you time and money. So I have a part of my system where I automate. I help you to automate your sales processes so that, right? Don't forget the so that. And the so that has to be whatever they want so that you can spend as much time as you want with your daughter. So that your sales processes are automated and you never have to worry about somebody falling through the cracks again. How does that sound? That's a method. That is not a script. Mm -hmm. And that's what you can, that's what you'll get from my freebie. Yeah. So go ahead and download it. That is so important because so often it's like, we, like I hear this all the time with my clients, like, okay, but, but how many sessions and this and that? I don't give a shit about Like they don't, they do not give a shit about the sessions. No, 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 no. They give a shit about how are you going to solve my problem? How are you going to make my life better? Yes. And I always tell my clients this. If they're finding out about your program and, and, and the contents after the sales call, that's a problem. So you know, no, you don't need a website. But after they schedule a call with you, if you're deciding to continue with sales calls, do you have a video? Hey, thank you so much for scheduling with me. I really would love to tell you about, you know, what I do and how I help women. And how I can help you. So you have to have something else. I'm not, by the time you come to the call, it's just me offering you clarity, me serving you and seeing if, if you're a good fit to work with me, you're seeing if I'm a good fit. And then we go from there. Oh my gosh, Dr. Naima. Yes. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming and for sharing your wisdom. What's next for the Determined Fempreneur? Tell us. Oh, you know what? The Determined Fempreneur, we are, our goal is to impact at least a hundred women this year, really scale their businesses to multi six figures and beyond with ease. We are big on, you know, making sure that you don't just build a business just for impact. That is amazing. We need to, but also building a business around the life that you want for you and your family. So we're really big on that. We're really big on making sure you have the processes and things in place to make sure that you scale your business with ease. So, um, The next thing that I want to do, I just want to continue to be visible because I have a message and and my message is to be powerful. Women are powerful. Women are powerful. And, And the way that we continue to show our power in my realm is to be efficient as sales. Because when you can start being Kanye confident, right? And knowing that the transformation you're offering your clients work, it is a different type of power. It is a different type of power. I love it. 
And the coaching industry is just getting started. Yes, it is. It's just getting started. So I am so excited to see where it goes, where you go. I have I'm just so excited to see where where it is at the end of the at the end of the year and the incredible transformations that your clients get. I already see it. And I'm so grateful that you chose to spend time here at the Liberated Latina and give us an insight into your story and your power and your knowledge. So Thank where you. can they find you? Throw the Instagram at, where can they connect with you? <laughs> you can find me at Dr. Naima. So D-R-N-A-I-E-E-M-A. And she's going to include that here. You can also um, find me on my website, thedeterminedfempreneur.com. Um, I would love to chat with you. Boom. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Dr. Naima. This was so powerful and so insightful. And I'm really grateful for you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. I will catch you in the next episode. Woo, Dr. Naima took me to church on this one. She speaks so much truth and she's just so unapologetic in how she shows up and what and her messaging. And I love that. We need more of that in our community, right, ladies? Like we we are all walking permission slips for each other. And the more that we embrace who we truly are, the more that we allow others, especially other women of color, to do the same. Thank you so much for lending us your time for taking away all of the wisdom and nuggets that will definitely help you in closing more sales in your business. And be sure to check out Dr. Naima on Instagram. I'll include all of her links to her podcast and her Facebook group. And definitely be sure to check out that free gift that she mentioned during this interview. It'll all be included in the description and the show notes. All right, Mujeres, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'd love to feature your review live on the air on the next episode. Yes. All you got to do is head on over to iTunes, drop a review, and let me know what you're most enjoying about the podcast. También be sure to subscribe to get first word when a fresh episode drops. Your support means so much to me and I can't wait to share more with you on the next episode. See you then.